morning, everybody. Kevin Draco with his dream house here along with Kevin Kistner. Chef Mark is not with us today, uh, but the Kiss Man is here. And <laughs> brought to you in part by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. Good morning, Mr. Kistner. How you doing? Good, man. Oh, that's a new nickname, the Kiss Man. The Kiss Man. Is that a chicken fingers? Which one you like better? <laughs> I like ch- I like the Kiss Man, I guess. Yeah. I got like 400 nicknames, I feel like. Yeah, most of which are not even appropriate for the air, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it, you know, back to like middle school, it was like baby KG because I was a big Kevin Garnett fan. Right on. Then they called me KG. Then it was like the big ticket, like Garnett. And then it was like Keevan. Then it was Kiz, Kiz, or Kiss <laughs> and Kiz. Right. And Chicken Fingers. I just, yeah. It just keeps going. How about going. just Kevin Kissner? I, I guess not. <laughs> even my Twitter profile is even that. I know. Kissner Radio. Kissner Radio. Let's talk. I, you know what? I wanted to touch base real quick with you, right? Uh, by the way, and it's funny, I, I was talking with D Mac and he disagrees with me. That's, that, <laughs> he always does. I love D. He's my guy. He's my go to guy. Yes. It just seems like whatever I say, he's going to say the opposite of. Like, Come on, Kevin. What do you th-? I love D, though. I, I, I just think he's the best on the radio. So. However, I'm encouraged to see uh, the conditioning of Russ Wilson this year, buddy. And my question for you today was this, with said conditioning, with new head coach, which conceivably, a with conceivably, a better line. We did wins and losses right after they announced the right, season. Right. right. And I don't remember where you were at. And I, he was around I think 9 I was, and 8, 10 I think, and 7. I, I think I was 10 and 7, and I think you said 9 and 8, yeah. if I recall correctly. And so here's my question for you. With seeing this sort of renewed uh, dedication, now- Here's the big challenge still, right? You, you don't turn a team overnight, right? No. I, I don't know what to really, really expect. But from what you've heard and what you've seen, do you want to adjust your 9 and 8? I want to raise it to 10 and 7. All right. So just we're on the be, same page now. Just from what I've heard out at OTAs, okay. Sean Payton is running the show. All right. It, it's, it's that So simple. it's really not to do with Russ's conditioning. It's Although he looks like a new person, to be honest. He looks like a new person. Sean Payton is in charge, and he's got Russell Wilson bought in. That's what it seems like from the outside. Right. I think, based off social media stuff, Russell's been good. He hasn't been posting as much. I mean, obviously, recently, he just, he's just he been posting workout videos. But, again, that's that's normal. A lot of guys in the NFL do that. I'm not going to punish him for that. No. But Why would you? you still I have think a brand. After, no matter what. after hearing Sean Payton, after seeing all the free agent moves and the signings, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ten to seven. I'm a little more optimistic now. All right. You know, yeah. I'm. I'm not going to. That's where I have it. Yeah. Now, by the way, I have to be honest. I think they have to win a game. That every year we lose a game, we should win. Exactly. And every every year we win a game, we should lose. That being said, I think we have to win another. We have to take one of those toss up games or a game we we. We, we we maybe should lose, and we have to make that a win to get to the 10-7. and seven. Well, this year, you have to beat the Chiefs. You have to. There, there's just no question about that. I think you could still hit 10-7 and seven and not beat them, but I agree with you. But a, a game that you have to win. You have to split you, with the rest, maybe. Yeah, here's, yeah. I had it like a split and a sweep, right, Like to get those three like, wins. Here's a win. You have to have this game. The Minnesota Vikings here in Denver Sunday Agreed. night. And I think they will win. You have to have I, that. I think they will. Can you go to Buffalo and beat Buffalo? Probably not. Probably not. Nope. You pull that off, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. I because that means so many good things have been going right. That's right. 
I don't see that being like, remember a few years ago they beat the Cowboys? Give me some other questionable games, though, where could be a loss, but they really need to get a win. Yeah. The Jets? Yeah, AFC, I, that's AFC a game, you, game. That is a game you could lose, that's, uh, and it's in New York. That's uh, week right? one, two, three, four, five. That, and that's in that's, New York, that's right? here. Oh, it's here. So, so back-to-back season's here? You're getting oh. Aaron Rodgers in a, I don't want to say new system, but new situation. By the way, most. Most predictions I've seen have the Jets in the playoffs, which I, the I don't. I don't see that happening. Okay. I, I really I don't, don't. I don't disagree with. But you. that's a game you have to have, and that's a tough division. You're getting Rodgers in a new situation early in the season at home. You know, okay, he didn't want to come here. Yep. I agree. You got to win that one, but that's not one that I think I, I might have had that as a win already. You can't lose the Packers at home. Nope. Give me a road game. Tough road game, not like the obvious, like the Bills or the Chiefs. What about the Miami Dolphins? Yes. That's a or game. Or I'll go give ahead. you the Detroit Lions late in December. Yeah, all right. So that's where I'll go. I think you got to win that Lions game. I don't see them on the road beating Miami. You have to steal. I mean, they're, like, they're going to be underdogs in both Chief games, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if they lose both, is it the end of the world? No. However, you do have to split with the rest of the I, – I think you got to beat – you got to either sweep the Chargers or sweep the Raiders, and I think most likely is you're hoping to sweep the Raiders and split with the Chargers. Yeah, you should not have any issues with the Raiders. All right, but we're on the same page, 10-7. Yeah. Seven. yeah. And I'm not sure that gets us in the playoffs, by the way. I think it does, but we'll see how things pan out. All right. Buddy. Someone's got to be worse than they were a year ago, but we'll see what happens. Awesome. Well, look who is with us today. A great fan of the show. The ever-popular Sam Boyk. Welcome! Thanks for having me back. It seems like yesterday we had you. I know. I blinked and, like, a whole year went by. <laughs> has it been a year? It oh, feels it like been. that. No, yeah. it, it prob Well, not quite a year, right? Because okay. Because it was, it was the opening weekend for the Broncos. Yeah, because last I remember last year I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all in. They're going to the Super Bowl. No problem. <laughs> and, yeah, now I'm, you know, putting my own foot in my mouth. So what you're saying is when we put... talk about Broncos today, everybody should just do the opposite? Or what are no, you actually... no. I mean, you know, every year is different. So I was a little bit too confident last year. Well, yeah, you know, and, and it's interesting. I don't think I was confident. However, I didn't think it would have been that bad. Yeah. Right? I, I, I think mean, we were all in that boat of yeah. not really realizing the outcome that was going and to And we're going to get into some Broncos with you today. Yeah. However, I want to start with... Um, of course, I'm out online and, you know, on my Insta account, and you have a new venture going on. I sure do. And it seems um, like I had you on last time to talk about your new venture. Gosh, no. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm always getting into some other cookie jar, right? <laughs> Which I love, by the way. I don't stay... I, I'm just look. Yeah, I can't just stay want, in one place no, for too I just, long. I get I get bored. Yeah, you know I've moved. I think I've shared this last show that you were on. I I counted them up, Kevin. It's official now. I have the. I told you it was like thirty, thirty-one times. No, I've moved twenty-eight times in my fifty-eight years of life. That's a lot of times. It is. I'm like a a, 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 a nomad. I have no home. <laughs> I thought like I had already hit about twenty apartments throughout the Denver metro area. Did you? <laughs> Not quite, but <laughs> did I tell you too that I'm actually downtown? Oh, and, lovely! Like when I chatted with you, yeah, back on the TV days, yes, um, you had spoken so well. I'm like, okay. I told my wife, I said, we come back to Denver. I'm living downtown, and we are right behind Union Station. I gotta be honest oh, with nice. you, it's pretty fab. Yeah, it's a good. By the way, not inexpensive, 
Uh, but it's pretty fab. I don't know if there's any part of Denver right right about no, now that's no inexpensive. I, I, yeah, I agree. And what little there was that was somewhat affordable is yeah. now kind of just it's getting yeah. There's nowhere left. I yeah. Don't, you know. So anyway, but so what's this new venture? I see you on TV. Yes, I've made a return to the television. Um, back in the beginning of May, I was offered an incredible opportunity to join Mile High Living as a host and producer. And that is on Denver 7 at 11.30 weekdays. It also re-airs on Local 3 at 3.30 weekdays. I didn't realize you were producing, too. Yes. Like, how exciting is that? It's so wonderful. Is and it I different such, for you? Yes. I have such a strong team behind me, which makes it all that much more better. Um, but we have amazing opportunities for local businesses, local guests to come on, share about what they're doing, not only with their business, but also in the community. And we have opportunities for nonprofits, 501c3s, to also come in and share about how they're contributing to the Denver area. Which I love. You know, Kev will verify this. It's a big goal of ours. We have a lot of um, nonprofits come on. Uh-huh. Lately, I've been really featuring a lot of restaurants. Well, because I love to eat. I Who maybe, doesn't? Well, <laughs> you, apparently. What? I, well, well, you, well, I mean, it's just what you like to eat. I will tell you. Yes. I mean, you might have talked about this before. I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> However, I actually had vegetarian meatloaf. Um, oh, maybe three weeks ago at the chocolate lab here in Denver. Oh. And and I didn't know it was. I, I didn't really pay attention to what I, I saw. So vegetarian meatloaf, meatloaf as in what like it was fake meat yes. to make a yes. meatloaf? Yes. Okay. Yes. I yes. just didn't know. If but they... I didn't know that. Right. I just, oh, meatloaf. I love meatloaf. <laughs> and it's going to have like a chocolate gravy on it. Oh, even better. Um, but yeah. Had, so and, you were pleasantly surprised. I was. Nice. I noticed there was a difference in the texture. But anyway. But yes, food. I mean, so we, we're trying to, you know, to me in Denver here, there's so many great businesses um, that deserve so much love who, um, you know, you know what they people put into these businesses. Right, and, their whole lives. Yes. And so I, I just love to support them. And I see that in what you do. Um, tell me, here's what I love about the show that you're doing. And the start that I have seen is I'm so tired of sad news. Right. Uh, you put out such good, it's like feel-good good stories. Vibes. Yeah. yeah. And how unusual is that? Everybody, you need to turn in if you want to just be happy. <laughs> <laughs> turn in to my, tune in to Mile High Living because I think there's just some, tell me a little bit about some of the stories and some of the people that you've gotten to meet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, of course, 5280, one of the best places to live on the planet. And we definitely want to focus on the people that live here, that work here, that have businesses here, that are local here. Um, Ways that not only you can be more involved in local businesses and get some amazing savings along the way, too. A lot of the businesses will come in and offer great discounts for you to try out their services, to try out their business. Um, but also to learn about events that are happening locally, things that are coming up, the nonprofits that we also like to support and give them a platform to share about what they're doing in the community. All of those different kinds of stories and factors are included in Mile High Living every single day, weekdays. So we love to be that platform for local folks, businesses, the nonprofits, events that are happening um, to really 
not only draw the community together more, but give people and just an eye-opening view of what's here in Denver, especially if they're new to the area. I saw you had rescue puppies. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Did you take any home oh, with you? you know, I wanted to, but I already got two of my well, own. Well, you do. Yeah. And By the way, how are they zoo. doing? Oh, how, they're so lovely. They, we were having a problem with one. Yes. So Have, un, uh, have we figured that out? We have figured that out. Yes. You know, she is such a wonderful dog. Aww. Love her to pieces. But she's a rescue. Yeah, and yeah. some of the times when you get a rescue pup, you have to work through some of the challenges. It <laughs> might be, you know, a little bit of uh, kind of touch and go until everybody gets used to one another. You yeah. all get in your flow. You go through the training. And, you know, she's always probably going to have some of those little quirks and things from just her past being a rescue, but she is so part of the family and yeah, couldn't couldn't do life without her. I I love watching her adventures. Yes. On her own Insta page. <laughs> right. They uh, always love to hike and chase bunnies and, you know, get all of the sniffs out in the world. So can so if there are nonprofit groups listening to us, can they contact you? Oh, like absolutely. to Maybe figure out if there's a, a sort of a match and maybe yeah. to get out and talk about what they do. How you, would they do that? You bet. So they could contact me directly. I'm not only the host, but also a producer for the show. So I help with bookings. I help with, you know, scripts and producing B-roll for the show as well. Um, so I'm really heavily involved. They can reach me at sam.boyk at denver7.com. And for those that don't know, and I don't think there's anybody in Denver that doesn't know, it's B-O-I-K. You spelled it right. <laughs> I did. Exactly. I, I, I've seen yeah. that name a few times in, in, in over the years, Sam. Yeah. Um, you know what? When we come back, I want to talk Broncos, and maybe we'll get Mr. Kissner to ask some questions over here, too. Um but we're up against the break, so we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor, Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Denver's number one appliance and mattress retailer. Be right back. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances. They get exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at huge discounts and pass the savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot's sale prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid at Appliance Factory, Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 star Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory. Work with a sleep expert on mattresses from Tempur-Pedic to Purple. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Visit appliancefactory.com all right everybody welcome back to this dream house we are here with the beautiful sam boyk of mile high living uh which you're gonna find on channel seven and remind me of the time again sam yeah we're on weekdays at 11 30 on channel seven and then again on local three at 3 30 awesome 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 and it, it's a new venture and i think i shared this with you um and I've watched some clips, and I don't, I don't get to watch it during the day as much. However, I, I really just love your – you seem to be really enjoying yourself. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I am. I'm meeting so many wonderful people here in our Denver community, which is one of the reasons why we have this show, to bring the whole community together and to really share about local folks, local nonprofits, local businesses. Yeah, and it, it just shows. It shows everywhere, and I think that's fabulous. Uh, but I – are you still doing things with the Broncos here? So 
every year I just kind of take it as it comes. Okay. Um, you know, Do I'm, you know for sure yet? I'm not like on, you know, a yearly contract or anything okay. with the Broncos, not like the players are. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I totally am looking forward to the upcoming season. We'll see if I get that phone call about, you know, participating with in-game I- entertainment again and... <laughs> I probably have to have you on, and we're going to just have to discuss that whole process because you literally, like, have to wait for this phone call. You've done it the past two seasons. Like, you, I don't know. Wouldn't you Well, think they don't, that? like, keep me on a retainer or something. Well, no, no, but I get that. But wouldn't you think it's just sort of nah, – I can't believe this isn't already etched in stone. It's not well, like it's that far away. But, you know, with new coaching, new owners, new – Thunder Vision jumbo boards going up. I mean, there's always different changes now, going on with the team. So you never kind of know how they're going to rework their in-game entertainment as well. Sure. And so with that, I was going to ask, was that then dire- where the Broncos your direct employer or was it through the stadium? How did how does all that work? Oh, um, I mean, it's all t- essentially tied together with the team. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yep. Okay. I got it. Hello, Broncos. You better get on the phone with Miss Sam Boyk because get it's getting late in the season before somebody else gets hold of her. Okay. No. Um, anyway, my, my heart is with the Broncos. I'm not. I'm not like taking now, Kev, a contract with somebody else. You know, Kev, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, Sam was a little overzealous last year, wasn't she? What do you mean? What, I don't even know what that word means. Uh, well, overzealous like she was pretty convinced the broncos were going to the super bowl last year well we all were <laughs> speak for yourself i don't think i ever said that a lot of people that. were by the way i thought 500 and look how wrong i was yeah. yeah um but let's talk russ is looking pretty good right now lean uh, mean you, machine yeah it really is what, what do you think kev you said 20 pounds it's gotta be 20 to 25 pounds I here's think the I thing lost. to me is and i've done it you know, i've gone through being heavy and weight loss and it does change your you know it makes you younger in my opinion but it really is i mean it's amazing for him to me he he literally looks years younger than he did did last year yeah you think that's going to help his performance very possibly i mean I, but i don't know because i'm not like on the inside i don't know what kind of workout routines he's been doing what kind of muscle strengthening he's been doing obviously weight in some regards can help if you're in certain positions, but losing weight in other regards, you know, if you need faster twitches just muscularly, uh-huh. um, need to be faster just to move and be mobile on well, the field, all of those well, things. Well, I was going to say, even last year, make a big difference. I don't know what your observation was, but Kevin, I'm sure you have a take on this, but uh, I thought he looked a little lethargic last year. I, I didn't realize how big he was until I've seen pictures now. Right. right. Now, with Sean Payton in there, I think I think he's going to go back to his old Russell Wilson days up in Seattle. And you've seen a lot of coaches come and go, Sam. Let's talk about oh that. Oh, my gosh, Sean, yes. Sean. <laughs> Josh McDaniels, John Fox, Gary Kubiak. Who else? We've Oh, well, Hackett. Yeah, yeah But that. I wasn't on the team cheering or no, anything no, during no, that time. You weren't. You weren't. Matter of Vic fact. Vic Fangio. Yeah. I I'm think that was my somebody. first year in Denver was Josh. Oh, well, you, you came in with just, the hurricane. Just, just, I just dated myself. But what kind of effect do you think, what you know of Sean Payton, what kind of effect do you think he'll have on the team overall? Because clearly he's going to have an effect. Yeah, I, I mean, I think mindset can really impact the team a lot, depending on how he is coaching and how he is leading the team. Um, I have heard not only through sports guys, but also, you know, little birdies, that he runs a tight ship. 
and he is a disciplinarian, and he doesn't want any monkey business, and he doesn't want any fooling around. So I think compared to what we saw last year, this is potentially really going to be a huge shift for the team. And, and, and probably a cultural shift that's needed, but and maybe this question is for both of you guys, my biggest concern is sometimes people's mentalities – they don't want to change. And I get mm-hmm. it. Well, if they don't want to change, they're probably going to be moving on. Um, but what effect will that have then on the entirety of the season? I think they're just going to be strict and just, hey, just play football. Don't sit on social media. Don't be doing all that crap. And I mean, you could feel the presence. The media could feel the presence. <laughs> now, and I agree with you, but let's be honest. Uh, uh, Mr. Payton was on the social media bandwagon last year, wasn't he? He was, <laughs> until he told the media we can't do anything in practice. Which is crazy to me. I'm like, oh, okay, do as I say, not as I do. Um, right. But, you know, again, I think it's – look, it's going to be – I do believe it's going to be a tighter ship. However, uh, it can sometimes backfire, and, and I get it. Well, then you just you, – you're going to move on from some players. And I thought it was interesting in the draft um, – you know, they always talk about the character of the people and, and the type of players that they draft. And I felt this year with Mims and Sanders, Kev, um, that they just, you know, they went for af- they went for football players. I think they have football minds, football acumen, and I think the type of guys that that I see anyway that'll just lay it all out on the field. Yeah, I thought they just went out and got guys Sean Payton wanted. I didn't like the, a lot of the draft picks because I thought you. With only five picks, you got to get some value here. But hey, you've won a Super Bowl. If you know what it's what you need to win, then I'm all for it. But if it doesn't, I'm gonna be the first one throwing your name out there. Be like, hey, I told you this isn't a good yeah, idea. Yeah, but when you think, let me ask you something, right, Sanders, dude, he's gonna be a steal. I think. I hope so. How could? Well, again, barring injury. But you look at it. Even all the football writers are are already saying. He was a steal. He is a great value at what you got him at. And how many of those football pe- writers well, said Paxton it. Lynch was going to be the great thing? Well, I get it. Well, <laughs> and Brock Oswald. By the way, I, you're, you're hold right. on. I should, I should, that was a bad example because I always talk about the football talking heads. They're usually wrong, yeah. right? He's I, calling I, you out right now. He is, isn't he? All right. You mark my words. That kid is going to be really good. And if it's not, you can we'll get back on this show and you can tell me how wrong I was. I'll replay this audio. You, you need to now, but also one. I got to be honest with you. Are you not? I understand why they didn't re-sign Brandon McManus, but the guys they're bringing in, it doesn't seem like there was a plan if they didn't sign him. Not only that, there were some really good kickers available late in the draft that we could have taken. And do you think that comes back to bite us? I don't know. Um, I I was I was pretty devastated. I mean, Brandon's just such a great guy. He's been a longtime team captain, you know, community guy. He's been um, just good overall, all around, on field, off field, and so just personally, it was so tough. Sure. to hear totally that news. That. Um, but I mean, going back to Peyton, and I think no matter what, every time that you have you know, a new QB or a new coach, or it's going to take some time for them to all gel and, and feel it all out for the team. So do we run off to the, you know, playoffs in the Super Bowl this year? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, you know, obviously. We hope, coach, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, here's my problem. And because we really need to get back onto my high living, but at the end of the day, like this guy has been cut from 12 teams. 
Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't know, man. What do you think, Kev? No you're, plan? You're talking about the new guy that yeah. they just signed, yeah. Elliot Fry. Yeah. The timing of releasing McManus was a little weird just because they're like, well, it was a money thing. Well, why didn't you cut him at, but you knew at it was free agents? It's at not free like agents. No, yeah. Well, why didn't you do it back then? Yeah, it, it, it is weird, right? I wonder if we'll ever really know. Oh, we'll we'll find out. You think? We'll find out. Yeah, I guess there's no good. There'll cups. be some digging. Well, maybe. All right, Mile High Living, the star of the show. Well, oh. uh, no, okay. Well, okay. That's that's Sam is very humble, and and I really shouldn't say that because there's a lot of people, like you said, that are there, there are to so back you up. There's so many people behind, yeah, behind the scenes that do all the work, directing, producing, um, helping with bookings. Helping on the floor, directing during the show. There's so many people behind the scenes, and I couldn't do it without the team. So it's definitely a team effort. And, and how much writing do you do? You do? I mean, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like an awful lot. Um, it's it's you know just segment based. So it's just sure. based on what types of guests we're having in and working out the segments. And so yeah. I got a great question for you. Yes, me. of course. Interviewer or interviewee, what do you like doing better? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think it just all depends. Um, you know, when you're the subject matter expert, of course you want to be interviewed. Um, but it's fun for me to be able to meet all of these new people, new faces, all local here in the community, and to find out more by being able to kind of pick their brains and find out what they're into and what they're doing and, you know, how they're involved here. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm... I love being the interviewer. Nice. You know, because I think even when you think you're the um, expert at some subject matter, when somebody starts questioning you, it's amazing how little you remember uh, of your uh, subject matter. At least that's how I your have found it to be. Your mind just goes blank. And I remember when I was doing <laughs> shows, they would script me. Oh, okay. And that didn't go well. No. Because I'm not going to study it, first <laughs> off. And I, I'm no, like, professional actor to remember like now say this you know matter of fact if you remember cab this show when we first started it was pretty scripted yeah you, you guys had, your questions were written down yes. and it's like don't I, do the show before the show yeah it was kind of I, I it was so on it was so awkward i just yeah. want to be me and whatever comes out and like that's easy yeah when you have to sort of you get put on the spot, maybe even get asked a question oh, yeah. that you're really not sure, but you want to answer it anyway. It's like, yeah, it, it makes me nervous. So I'd much rather be the interviewer. Good. Yes. Asking but, all of the tough, hard-hitting questions. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> tough. Um, you know, I always wanted to be that because I, I feel that that's generally my personality, but I yeah. don't know how that would go over. Yeah. So I, I, I keep it pretty, uh, uh, pretty simple, but- um, Mile High Living, Channel 7, weekdays, 1130. I got it this time, right? You got it. You See? memorized it. See, and you were just talking about having a hard time trying to remember well, That's stuff. why I had you remind me because, <laughs> you know, to be honest, I was going to say 11, so I was so glad that I let you do that. Um, <laughs> what is your goal with that? What is your goal with the show? Where do you want to see it go? What do you, I mean, obviously you want big ratings. Who doesn't, yeah, right? Of course. That's good for the people that are coming on. Um, yeah. but I mean, my, my biggest focus is to connect with our viewers, to connect with our guests. Um, I really spend so much time, not only before the show even happens, like leading up to when we're setting who our guests are going to be that are coming in every day, um, but then pre-show when we're in the studio we're getting everyone mic'd up I'm meeting with the guests talking with people like those are the moments that I really feel like I have an opportunity to connect with folks so 
That's, you find that's it helps them too when you know because they're not oh, used yeah. to being on they're TV. They're like, who's right? this strange lady? No, no, not at all. I think they're probably enamored and like, oh my god, it's Sam Boyk. Um, but right, they, they're they're nerves. Like, oh, yeah. I would think you. It's it, funny. All of a sudden, lights, camera, action, and you know, deer in headlights. Yes. <laughs> I we we've actually had a guest on this show, and I'll never forget it. Who cried. And I felt so awful. What did you do Nothing, to that person? Remember? Nothing. I, it, Scared the crap out of her is what you did. I did not. It was. It, we were just talking about her business. And, oh, my God, she was so stressed. And now, this is just radio. Yeah. I can't imagine TV. You I don't mean, even have to put hair and makeup together no, or anything to be on radio, right? right? And so, do you find people very stressed? And is no. that something that you try to do is to no, calm them everyone, down? No, everyone has been so amazing. Really? Yeah. I'd be, it's like I they're was all nervous. the pros. <laughs> But also, I mean, I do want to take that time to get to know them and to connect with them so that they know we're just having a great time. Yes. We're just having a great conversation. Yes. And and I even remember, Kev, saying to that young lady, like, we're just having fun. Yeah. Like, this is We want to be... make magic. We want to yeah. have fun and just be enjoy you. the moment. We're just out. You're telling me what you do. Yeah. 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 All right, everybody. <laughs> well, Sam... Thank you for coming back on. We well, thanks love for having, having me. you uh, be a friend of the of show. Stuff. You know, it's always fun. And, you know, um, I'm hoping we get to chat about Mile High Living again. I think we're going to be. I think it's you're doing an amazing job. I think it's an amazing show. Everybody, everybody, listen to me. Tune in to Mile High Living weekdays, 1130 and then on Channel 3, what time? Yeah, we also are on Channel 3 at 3.30. Sam Boyk, Mile High Living. Thanks for coming in, Sam. It was great to have you again. Thanks for having me. All right.